Good evening, Matt. How you doing? Uh, <laughs> trucking. I'm trucking. Yeah. Uh, yeah so uh, uh, somebody told Matt that the movie Trucks, the made-for-TV movie Trucks, was a good movie. I got bamboozled. You totally got bamboozled. There this movie are... is awful. <laughs> oh, buddy. Yes. Um. Yeah. This movie is nigh unwatchable. Uh, just hang on, folks. We got some things to say about it. There, there are some good things. There are there are some great things about this movie. There's like there's a couple there's good like, scenes. There's like four minutes of greatness in, sure, the, in, yeah, the, yeah. in this ninety minute yeah. sandwich. <laughs> it's true, but it's also just this movie was made ten years after a movie based on the same thing with a massive budget that basically had an amazing ACDC soundtrack, was like trucking at a billion miles an hour, no pun intended. Uh, explosions, massive explosions, guns, just nonsense, absolute cocaine-fueled insanity, and they were like, cut all that. Yeah, cut it. Cut it all. All the fun stuff, get rid of it. What we need is a lean, mean <laughs> pinter play. We need this thing to be like a little, a little one-room... Everybody hangs out and yells at each other. They're like, we need a green goblin truck. And they're like, eh, best we can do is a radio controlled Tonka. <laughs> I mean, I love that Tonka. That, that one scene is the only thing that you could have added to the original Maximum Overdrive to make it a better movie. Yeah. That's like, if that was in the original movie, I would have been totally okay with that. And this one, they're just like, you know how last time, like, Knives were coming to lives and coke machines were killing people. This time they're just like, mm, let's just make it trucks and inflatable balloon suits, uh, you know, for, for a second. And then we'll just go back to trucks. Right. Motorcycles are fine. Cars are fine. Um, it's very confusing. Like they read the, the title trucks. But the, then later on, the characters even say inanimate objects are coming to life. You know, they're going to rule us or whatever. Sure, that's great. But what is the fucking line with this? Because once you open up the bag of worms that is... The hazmat worm. The hazmat suit. (laughs) The the hazmat suit full of worms. trunk of worms (laughs) that is the hazmat suit. Once that's there, rocks can come to life. Anything. Any inanimate object can be alive. Your hot dog can Can, come to life. Can it? Or does it need to be connected to a truck? (laughs) Because that is that is what happened. Was is there like a pipe? There was an, like a, there was a, a a machine that blew up that hazmat suit, uh, so it was connected to the truck the whole time. Oh, 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 that's a bullshit. No prize. Yeah. No way. Oh. It also kills my alternate ending I've come up with. But in this movie, doesn't give a shit. So like, it, they should just did it, did it anyway. Well, and we'll mean, get to that. As long as a helicopter's a truck. Uh, no, a helicopter's a good guy. It's an Autobot. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Matt, turn your mic a little bit. You're you got a screwy you got microphone a screw, situation. You got a screwy microphone. Situation. I mean, I I do by virtue of the fact that I control the microphone situation. <laughs> um, Stop criticizing me. <laughs> I'm the one that set up the microphone <laughs> wrong. I'm not criticizing you. <laughs> I just don't want to walk around this desk and fix your mic <laughs> while we're still recording because I'm too lazy to hit stop. Apparently. <laughs> Um, <laughs> fix me. <laughs> you see, if this had come to life, a la the movie trucks, it could fix itself. You know what? Also, um, 
and I think this might have happened in Maximum. Did did Maximum have any moving mirrors that looked on trucks? Yes. I can't remember. Okay. I okay. So question: If the truck needs a mirror to look at somebody, how yeah. does it ever know where it's going? And later on, <laughs> later on, it's established that the headlights are the eyeballs because he shoots one of them out and he's like, "Whoa, where am I?" And he drives into a fucking ditch. I've lost my depth perception. Time to crash. <laughs> so. Oh, no, man. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> I guess we should start talking about it. Yeah, it's good trucking, dude. Because <laughs> we've only got so much time. And you've we got, got a we got a big old convoy. You've got to broadcast the Olympics at some point, so Shh, I'm not on the clock right now. Oh, that's good. <laughs> wink, wink. Oh shit. <laughs> good thing we're on we're on audio so people couldn't see me. I winking. mean it is six AM when yeah. we're recording this. In uh, in Beijing, <laughs> sure. Uh, listen, okay. So we start off, and you think that you're getting a Stephen King movie here, like this thing. Is like, his name even in the credits? I believe it was. Yeah. Okay. I think it was. Um, Didn't know if this was another lawnmower man. <laughs> it's. It, I mean, it is a lawnmower man situation. This is like this at its. This was a made-for-TV movie. It right? was. I mean, okay. You know what else else came out the same time was his Shining. Oof. That so like, I I, <laughs> I I wondered at first if this was another thing where it's like I'm gonna fix it and it's like no, there I no, fixed no, no, it no, 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 no he had no, nothing no. to do with it though no this was when you look at the end uh, it's all about those Canadian tax dodges and all that shit like at the end it's like Canadian film credits and all oh, this <laughs> other shit and it's just like okay you did a dollar baby you convinced Stephen King to give you a movie for a dollar. Then you made it with Canadian film credits. You laundered a bunch of money, and it's just like, <laughs> boo. Well, well, King wrote the uh, screenplay for the Shining one. Yeah, that was his that way of one. like fixing. So, so at first I was wondering, like, oh, is mm. King fixing what he thought was terrible from the eighties? Okay. Now? But then it was like, Listen. oh no, it just looks like it's based <laughs> on it. He didn't have any other interaction with this. I don't believe. I appreciate. Uh, this opens up a can of worms that I don't need to, to go into. A hazmat here. suit full of worms. It, doesn't, please. it opens up tr- an entire <laughs> truck of worms that I probably should shut up about. But I agree with Stephen King on The Shining. I love I love Kubrick's Shining. I also think Kubrick's an asshole, and I think that he drove Shelley Duvall insane, and he's a piece of shit. But that's a whole other story. And also, I think that he did miss the point of The Shining, and I think that the book was genius and probably the most genius Stephen King book ever written. I agree with everything you've just said, even though I absolutely love Kubrick's Shining Yeah, and have read the book. Yeah. I still can't fucking get through that goddamn miniseries. Oh, no, no, no. I haven't. <laughs> I've never even bothered to try. There's no reason. There's no reason for me to try to watch that. <laughs> yeah. I, I have the book. If I want something that's exactly like the book, I'll read the book. Yeah. And the book is legitimately, I think, the only... Maybe one of two Stephen King books I can think of that are literary novels that are so that are so perfect that I would consider them to be like literature. Like the difference between movies and films. Right. Yeah. And I mean, it's just it's it's super like clever. The Shining is a a novel. Well, but I mean, like the the <laughs> fact that they cut out the wasps that was like this important metaphor for his insanity and like all of these things that were wearing away at the fabric of the house, which was his mind and yep. blah blah blah. There's nothing that we need to get into for this podcast, but <laughs> I fucking love the Shining novel. So 
That's all I'm going to say. Any who. Neat. <laughs> okay. You know what? I'm going to derail even further. And I want to talk about one thing. Okay, let's do it. Because every single time I stopped this thing, it went to the, the, the main screen with the, uh, the, the graphic art for the DVD, the new art. And it's a skeleton driving a truck. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, motherfucker, how much better would this movie have been? If it was just skeletons driving trucks. Maybe in 10 years they'll do it again. I would. <laughs> it, it would have fixed everything. Like, if all this was was just, like, people died and then started haunting their trucks and it was just their corpses <laughs> holding on. Fuck, I'm into that. And it would also explain why the mirrors need to move because there's somebody in there. There's a ghost driving the goddamn truck. It's a zombie movie, but the zombies can only drive. The minute you pull them out of the they cab, die. they die. <laughs> you put them behind the wheel. Oh, shit. Look out. You know this is going to get made into something. Like, the second that somebody hears this, it's going to be amazing. Yeah. I'm Everybody very excited. Please do ideas. it. Please. Please. I'm all for it. <laughs> um, okay. So, like I was saying, this is very Stephen Kingy to start with. It, it was a really promising start. You're like, oh, Old guy in a junkyard. Okay, there's a Stephen King stock character. He's, He's even got dogs. Except he wasn't drinking. I was like, yeah. come on, dude. Be a drunk and be a piece of shit. Yell at your dogs and treat them badly mm-hmm. and then get killed. That's a Stephen King character. They can't even do that right. No, they couldn't even do that right. So he goes in and he takes a shower, which is not something that a Stephen King character would do. <laughs> but uh, he goes in, takes a shower, and his broken-ass broken truck does something that for the only time we get our only Christine moment it's like it's eyeball gets sucked back into it it repairs itself yeah. we never see that again nope that's that's the last comes of that uh but it it then drives through his house kills him kind of cool i like the fact that he has the uh the the curtain on the the curtain gets stuck on the truck yep and then you know well, it looks all, cool yeah it's, it's all bloody it and yeah. then it blows away like American beauty. Oh, oh so beautiful. There's so much beauty in the world. <laughs> Sometimes I can hardly get myself to run over old men in junkyards. Something. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, build up a lot of a suspense there as we meet our character and he gets killed in 20 <laughs> seconds. He doesn't even, I don't even think he says anything. I think he goes, oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> um, a por- important part, his name is Phil. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Almost spit my water out when you said that. <laughs> thank you. It's good to know. Oh, thank God. Yeah. Um, Later on when they find her, it's like, oh, it's Phil. I got to tell you, the <laughs> other thing that they do very poorly in this movie is establish where in the fuck they are located. They're in Nevada, right? They're they are by in- Area 51, right? <laughs> yes. And they're constantly saying things like, you'd think that this kind of thing would happen near Area 51. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, you are near Area 51. You just said it like 15 <laughs> fucking times. And then, <laughs> and then the other guy's like, oh, this place is called Lunar? That sounds like a place from New Mexico. You're right by You're an right alien base. Stab <laughs> 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 this movie. Um, to make it even more confusing, they kept talking about going to Bridgeton, which is right which up the road I from us, like, exactly. like for, for the local so folks. So we're like, okay, Wait, Bridgeton. What? Is this, oh, did this movie get moved to Maine? Stephen like, King, maybe Area 51 is in Maine <laughs> in Stephen King stuff. <laughs> Who knows? 
Um, it was obviously just thrown in there to be like, there's a main town. <clears throat> I guess so. I mean, I don't know anything about Nevada, so there might be a bridge to Nevada. Um, either way, <laughs> either way, this town is called Lunar, and it is the <laughs> last stop for gas, food, and lodging before you get to Area 51. And <laughs> it's so close to Area 51. I don't, I mean, Area 51 is a military base. You can't go there. It's not like the military is fueling their vehicles. To me, what it sounded like was they were making a joke. Because as they're constantly saying that they're not near Area 51, I thought they were like, oh, because it's there was some sort of alien landing here. You know, like there reports of alien activity. And so we're going to say, you know, if like Portland was notorious for aliens, you'd go eh, last stop before Area 51 or Roswell or whatever, <laughs> just as a winky, dumb thing. But then I guess they are because this guy worked on Area 51. Yeah. And every time they're trying, they like they creep up to something interesting, like Area 51, where it's like, oh, shit, one of these guys worked there. And then he's like. I don't know. Nothing really happened. <laughs> I was a FedEx driver that dropped the box off once. <laughs> like, yeah, I was. I flew choppers out of there. Yeah, what did you see? It's Nothing. Strictly military. Strictly military. And then he has a moment later on. There's like a character moment where he's like, "Listen, I'm gonna level with you. I got top secret information. They were some people who were listening for aliens. And they had a did ch- they did they find them? No, they shut it down. Oh." <laughs> Yeah, but then they went independent. Oh, did they find aliens? No. <laughs> do you think it has anything to do with this? No, he says. <laughs> just grinds it Give to a halt. Give us something. <laughs> just grind every plot point to a halt. That's the thing. They keep, they keep, they keep building up what this could possibly be. Like at least Maximum Overdrive yeah. told us. Exactly. The fucking comet went over. They even end on a note saying like the comet passed. The comet shit passed, went, back and went back to normal. Like this one's just like, oh, is it? Is it? Is is it the telescope, the secret telescope looking for aliens? Is it this chemical spill you keep ass talking no, about? Like, right, and nobody even is saying whether or not... the. Only at the end do you really start believing that they're sentient. There's like... Everyone else is pretty much going, eh, it's all random. Mm-hmm. And then we don't know why they're doing anything. Why are they murdering people? Yeah. Like, I mean, at least we could have that. At least they could have pissed them off somehow if it had started with, like, if there was some sort of incident where they're like, oh, shit, this this car is out of control. We got to shoot the tires out or throw a spike strip down. <laughs> and then they see this truck over on its side and they're like, they all start honking and they're like, fuck, how could you do this to our brother? We're going to fucking mess you up. And then they realize they're running out of gas and they're like, well, we need to spare some of them. <laughs> sure. That's a plot. Well, they That's how did. a they, story works. They did have that little morning at session. At least that. Yeah. yeah. The little truck morning session it, there. But it was edited into the wrong place. Yeah. Well, that's be- everything <laughs> is. If it had been that's... at the beginning, when it first started, if they were like, why are these trucks standing around this one truck all freaking out? That, that's all, that's all that I could think of, That would have been amazing. Um, right in the last five minutes of the movie, we get an electrical worker who's servicing a power line. And I guess his truck just finally decided to come to life, like, (laughs) what, a day after, two days after everything. Really slow on the update. Or how was he even there? Like, they blocked all the, they said all the roads were dead and blocked. But he's there fixing a power line 
way after like why not? Why, why didn't that happen in the beginning that's how the restaurant <laughs> lost their power not that, the exactly then put the generators on you know like i i'm wondering if that was seriously like a wrong it's entirely possible that things are not in the right place because that seems like that'd be the start of it like oh yep. shit we lost our power because yep. the truck attacked that guy like yep. yeah it's really bizarre <laughs> yep Oh well. Anyway, we meet our uh, our lady, who's the uh, the lunar expeditions tour guide. Her name is Hope Glaxon. <laughs> She's got a great last name. I did not know her last name was Glaxon. That's, I yep. mean, what else are you gonna do other than give alien tours if your last name is Glaxon? It's, it's, it's on the sign that um the truck hits in nice. the movie. Hope Glaxon's uh, supply store and cabins. Nice. Because because everybody wants to go camping in Nevada desert, I guess. Yeah, she's wearing... by a military base. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't it's know how they were camping getting, out there. I don't know how they were getting anybody <laughs> out there. Uh, ranked one of five best places to get bitten by a rattlesnake by uh, and abducted JD by Power a, a UFO and yes. and run over by a sentient eighteen wheeler. <laughs> uh, okay, so she's all dressed up in a like ridiculous tablecloth dress, and she's. She's fueling up her vehicle or whatever, and we see that our only location is a gravel pit. They clearly <laughs> built a bunch of, like, staged garbage houses in the middle of a gravel pit so that they could run over them with trucks. It's obvious from every angle you look at everything. Oh, yeah. It, well, everything's like that. And, and there's not a car that's younger than 10 years old in this either. Right. So it's like every car they got was just a junker that they yep. could junk for cheap. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, there's there's very little money that goes into this. Um, but we meet the father-son team of gas station attendants, Ray and Logan. Ray's the dad, Logan's the kid. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah. Logan, you may recognize, uh, from Freddy vs. Jason. <laughs> yeah. When he grew up, of course. Yes. I was actually excited to see him in this. Yeah. I don't know if I told you, but I hung out with that dude when, uh, Damien took me to Chiller. Oh, neat. So, Damien and I went to Chiller together, and... When everybody went and got drunk at the hotel bar afterwards, the girl from Child's Play, the lady who was the sister in Child's Play, and like Child's Play Two, Child's Play Two, yeah, okay, like everybody was there and everybody was wasted, and he was there and he ruled. He was really fun, and we just kind of hung out and talked all night. Nice. So I wound up like totally hanging out with this dude, which <laughs> was kind of cool. Um, and, oh, it's a damn shame you didn't see trucks so you could talk to him about trucks. I wish I had seen this movie at the time <laughs> so I could have been like, what What mafia corporation were you working for when this came out? It's weird, though, because it seems like he got cast, basically, because he looked like the dad. So it was kind of a lucky lucky break for yeah. that kid. He's a great, like, he's a great actor. Yep. Doing a great job in this, but doing a great job for what he's got in this. And I'm sure he didn't have a ton Nobody. of takes. Nobody... Seems like they want to be here. Of course they don't. <laughs> but Who I wants mean, to be in the middle of a gravel pit in the desert? But I mean, they filming really, a made-for-TV Stephen they King movie. Really don't seem like they want to be here, especially the lead actress who is just sleepwalking through this whole freaking movie. Uh, listen, I don't want to accuse anybody, but she does not look sober for most of this movie. She yeah. looks. Uh, oh God, no! I mean, maybe it's I'm, maybe it's just the way that she is. I didn't she even could think be sick. I didn't think she was not sober. I just thought <laughs> she just. She just looked like, you know when you're told to go do something you don't want to do, and then yeah. you just do it with as minimal effort as possible, <laughs> yes. or even, like, exaggerate it, like Paul Rudd picking up 
the dirt broken dishes in, in a wet hot American summer. He's <laughs> like, Ugh. you know, this is what this girl looked like. Like, <laughs> okay, did. time to act. <sighs> I'm giving a tour in the desert. Yeah, <laughs> no, she definitely did not look happy. But she did give it her all when she needed to. When she had her, like, I mean, those scenes sucked. But when she had to do her, like, emotive acting, she nailed it. Mm. You know, she did do stuff. But whatever. <laughs> um, okay. So, which one is this? Uh, so, she... Well, we're meeting our cast of characters right now. She just shows up to the diner. The diner is run by Ray and his son, Logan. Yep. And uh, an old man who was friends with Ray's dad. Yep. Uh, and then there's a couple of... Um, Ne'er do wells. Yep. Two two bad boy truckers yep. who are going to be our you know our criminal element for the movie, but so Hope takes off. She's going to Bridgeton for supplies, and she notices the truck that killed the junkyard owner, and yep. she, it watches her pass with the weird thing adjusting its mirror and stuff, um, and she is instantly the second she gets to her destination, which I think or gets back to the place, she's instantly threatened and hit on simultaneously by another stock Stephen King scumbag character. No, that's uh, that's when she gets to the bus stop. She's going to the bus stop to pick up people pick for up her, her camping yes, expedition because that's, that's what's going on. She she gives tours of Lunar, yes. Nevada. Yep. And on, this guy... backpacking trips. <laughs> this guy says, you got a problem, lady? And then starts to hit on her like that's yeah. his opening line <laughs> to hit on this lady is to like threaten her like a red Sox fan would yeah. start a fight um but you know that works uh <laughs> you got a problem lady well if you do then maybe you'd like to join me on a lovely <laughs> for a stop, lovely evening I stop here once a week <laughs> uh I'm a, I'm a caring nurturing man who isn't afraid to cry give me a call uh, <laughs> anyway uh Greyhound pulls up. We get our dysfunctional daughter uh, and father-daughter team and a hippie named Jack who was written by somebody who's never met a hippie in their life. <laughs> um, Oof. We go back to the road where the threatening trucker who's bad at talking to ladies is, and uh, he starts losing control of his refrigeration truck, goes off the road. He finally gets to the shoulder, and he's he hears a thumping in the back, and he's like, who's back there? I'm going to get your... And uh, he's going to go in the back of his meat truck and the truck shuts him in because also in this version of Maximum Overdrive, they can just do things like did that happen in the last one? I I thought it could only move like actual mechanical parts, you know what I mean? That were connected to the engines and stuff. I mean, we couldn't. This one moved. This one shuts doors on itself. It does. This this is like space ghosts. Yeah. Not not like Hanna-Barbera Space Ghost, yeah, yeah, but yeah. Like, like Ghosts from Space is really what this one is, because everything seems to be haunted. Yeah. Like, it just seems to move on its own and all this shit. Whereas, it, they tried to kind of be like, well, the sprinkler works because it's a simple machine or whatever, you know? Like, it had to be something, but... I guess this is the same as the moving mirrors, too. So. I mean, exactly. Same deal. So I guess they could do that. But this is <clears throat> this is where we, we lose a thread here. This, this meat... The, yep. This guy gets locked in the back of the truck and he's banging to get let out and this truck keeps going through the movie but we never see what happens to the dude in the back. I mean, we can assume that he froze to death in the back but of a meat freezer but like at least show that. At least show when those big racks of meat fall off when the truck's doing something and pop his head. Is, you know, give me, give us something. Exactly. This, this movie is 
irresponsible with the way that its screenwriter has handled everything. So you know, then you're like, so like then this, you're like, oh, we we haven't seen that guy in a while. I wonder if he's gonna pop out and like gonna be do some something reason. later on. I'm like, no, we just fuck him. At least, <laughs> at least make him a scare. His frozen corpse falls out and yeah, freaks somebody yeah. out. It's I mean, set up for it. Something. Nothing. <laughs> I wonder where that guy in the meat truck went. Well, f you. Yeah, screw you. Uh, where'd the dad go at the end? Not f you. you. Uh, characters but, uh, just disappear. But look at Abby. Probably something bad. <laughs> I mean, Abby's been like that this whole movie. But... I mean, helicopters are good. Trucks are bad. Motorcycles? It's a gray area. It's left up for your interpretation. They're chaotic neutral. <laughs> they are. <laughs> Uh, yeah, okay, so, um, we join the hippie and the dysfunctional daddy-daughter team in the tour van. We learned very quickly that Abby is a very whiny, like, she feels sorry for herself constantly. This movie was written by someone who had a hair across their ass about the, about his daughter, not respecting him after the divorce. I, there's no way around it. This is a divorced dad who wrote the script who was like, yeah, look at this girl. She yeah. doesn't... Look, he has a dead mother and he's not behaving like this. It's clear that that's the whole point that he's trying to get across. Yep, she's been... Uh, she's running out of schools. Man. And her dad, like, trades off custody. Uh, wow. And she just wants to pull... She's just going to pull out a cigarette and smoke in that van when nobody Whoa. else is smoking? What? It's the 90s. Everybody just... smoked in the middle of it with nobody else smoking. Ah, that's just rude. Mm-hmm. She didn't even ask. And Dad took the smoke away. And he didn't even ask. And then so he's she... rude, too. And then she never got a smoke the whole movie. That's true. But you know what? She didn't deserve it. At the end, I think she could have used one. Oh, yeah, probably. <laughs> I think by that point, she's probably going to need a cigarette. <laughs> Um, okay. It'd be great if she found like a cigarette machine. She was like, "Oh, finally!" And then the <laughs> cigarette machine like shot packs at her, <laughs> and she's you find her like laying dead on the ground, and she Impaled looks like that cigarettes. guy with so many cigarettes in his mouth. The most who smoked the <laughs> yeah. most cigarettes at one time. Her mouth is just distended, super wide open, with like fifty cigarettes sticking out of it, all lit. I'll take it. Yeah, <laughs> I'd be into that. I mean, it's no, it's no dumber than the fucking little truck. Because um, that's another thing that this movie does. She, like, tries to smoke. She doesn't get it. Then when she's stuck in the cabin with um, the other woman, she's like, yep. do you smoke? And she's like, no, I quit. Oh, why'd you do that? So, like, this recurring thing of her wanting a cigarette keeps popping up, but she never gets one. No. So, like, they just, and halfway through, they just forgot about it. Like, again. Yeah, all of these it's not, things. It's not super important, but it could have been. There could have been some kind of cigarette payoff with it. always supposed to be a payoff. That's, yeah. that's how you write these things. You, You've done two recurring cigarette things with her, and then... Right, you bring yeah. something crazy like this up, and then you go, oh, hey, you know, later on, somebody <laughs> needed a lighter, and you're like, ah, I figured this out, or this is a fuse for something, or whatever. Or, like, what if she saw something. a pack of cigarettes in that phone booth at the end to justify her running out like an asshole that would have been great all she needed to see is like an open pack of cigs sitting on the little shelf of the payphone and it's like boom that that's your payoff because everybody goes oh yeah that's a that's a trick that's the trucks that are luring us out there to kill us and she's like i'll go and they're like they know what we want now (laughs) there's like we want phones there's like a pack of cigs there's like a a big crystal for the hippie (laughs) (laughs) like a big salt rock lamp (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh god. <clears throat> Ugh. 
there's tickets to uh, the spaghetti or the string cheese incident <laughs> out there sitting <laughs> sitting on a rock. Come on, Moe's playing. Come on. <laughs> oh, I got to go to that fish show in Bangor this summer. Please, please send me all your thoughts and prayers. Why do you have to go to a fish <sighs> show? Because two other couples and going and can't just let my wife go and be the fifth wheel you're gonna get murdered yeah by dirty hippies (laughs) you're gonna get stoned (laughs) no i'm not actually that would give me the biggest anxiety being in that crowd no kidding that giant crowd not into that at all um okay so they pass by that refrigerator truck and we get a we get our only vague payoff which is just kind of hearing that guy in the back going Yep. And then and we see it. him bouncing around later on when the truck's driving for a minute, but that's it. We don't yeah. ever see his end. Nothing happens. Well, yep. you shouldn't bring him up again. If you're just going to say that that's him dying, then why do you constantly bring him up again? Yeah. Unless it's to have a payoff. Yep. Nope. Um, and if they're just bringing hazmat suits to life and shit, again, why why not why not have a meat hook in the back of the truck? Wheel, you know what I mean? Like, what he... Wouldn't that be cool scene? He's in the back of the truck. He's like, oh, what the fuck? Then he finally like opens up a light. He, he lights a lighter. And then all of a sudden we see this hook just go right well, into his right, head. Like, exactly. Boom. You pay off. You made the truck come alive. Something in the truck yep. came alive. Killed dude. That would have been cool. That's a and cool it's, scene. It's a made-for-TV movie. You don't even need to show where it went. As long as we see the meat hook coming towards the camera, we know something terrible. Perfect. Happened. And that's all it's we need fine. to see. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, okay, so then we see that truck that killed the guy in the junkyard. It's blocking the road. So also at the same time, the freezer truck is sneaking up and we like it's doing that thing that Maximum Overdrive did all the time where it's like ninja trucks and all these trucks are totally <laughs> silent to, to the people yep. on screen, uh, which I love. And uh, so the grumpy military dad is like, well, we've got to move it off the road or somebody's going to get killed. His name is Thad. Is it really? <laughs> it is. Gross. Um, sorry, sorry to anyone named Thaddeus. It's, <laughs> it, it's a fine name. Uh, it's just when people say Thad, it weirds me out. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's I'm going to call him Thud. But the, uh, the hippie won't stop taking what photos. What is up with that? They're like, we got to move this truck out of the road. Okay. So everybody gets to start moving the truck, and then he's just like, I'm going to take a picture of the guy pushing a truck. Like, because what? this is a really important character trait that's going to pay off later. They're going to see something from that photo. Oh, wait. They don't see anything from the photo. He never takes another photo. You never see him with a camera ever again. Good God, movie. That was pay a setup. attention yeah. to something. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, the truck eventually... Well, that would be cool if I just looked at the photos and there was, like, ghosts sitting in every truck, like you said. Like... There you go. Boom. There's, like, a there's like a, an aura around it. He had a Polaroid. Yeah. And he's, like, taking a photo, and he had taken a photo of that guy and stuck it in his pocket, and then later, you see that there's a fucking aura behind the wheel, so we know that there's a ghost in it. Yep. As opposed to being the truck is controlled by something, which... This all kind of goes back to it makes more sense to me when it's like, why aren't all of the vehicles, if it's the comet going over and it is some radioactive whatever, some magic dust infects every single engine on Earth, Mm -hmm. then they'd all be doing this simultaneously. You wouldn't just be able to like grab a motorcycle and go someplace. (laughs) When one of these things crashes and is no longer mobile, another one activates. Yeah. Because there's a fucking, there's one specific thing running it. 
you know, like there's only a hundred ghosts, so they have to pop back and forth between machines. Oh, that's cool. That's a cool concept. So, and that's why sometimes you can use a motorcycle and not ha- not have it kill you. Sometimes you can use a carving knife and it doesn't murder you. But like when the ghosts well, are the popping, too, like, into why things, were they even allowed to use a generator? Why wouldn't the Why wouldn't the freaking Why wouldn't the generator eat them? Shut why off. didn't the pinball machine attack them? Yes. Why, like, all, I mean, at least the pinball machine attacked them in maximum overdrive. How fucking dope would it have been if that pinball machine all of a sudden just started making noise and they looked at it and it went multi ball and just started shooting yeah. metal balls all over the place? Blew out the glass. Yeah. And the balls get stuck through somebody's head. Come on. And every time, every time somebody gets it, one in their head, it goes jackpot. <laughs> and even more than that, it was a big guns machine. It was just, it was begging for it. No, it was uh, Road Kings. No, that was big guns. It was Road Kings. Was it really I'll Road Kings? I'll fight you on this one. Yeah. Okay, maybe. I thought it had a different, I thought it had a weird glass in the back. Nope. It had oh, a bunch of motorcycles. big guns. Nope. No, that's too bad. Road Kings, 1986. I know because I, I... It's. T- I look up every pinball table uh, whenever oh, I see a so movie. So weird. Because we had a we had a big guns and it looks the playfield looks exactly like that. It's similar, yeah. But it had that it had that weird thing at the top where the where the guns shoot and yep. it's like a weird little toy at the top. Anyway, so it wasn't that. That's too and bad. The jukebox I could have shot records. Also that. Made I mean, you, centibites. You could, you could have filled that. Yeah, I love Hellraiser 3. You <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> There's a news camera guy that gets a <laughs> That's centibite. true. That's a good point. It's, it's kind of hits close to home. Okay. Um, but yeah, it would have been like, why didn't we just get some fodder? Why didn't we just have I don't you know, know. 20 more people in this diner that we just never even meet? That gets slaughtered by pinballs and records, like when everything comes to life. But then again, nothing, everything comes to life in this. It's just That's trucks. the problem. I mean, and it has my suit. Obviously, <laughs> obviously, budget is one of the big constraints, but I mean, it's also like, I mean, it's budget and it's also probably uh, uh, whatever that's called the censorship, like the TV, oh, uh, yep. whatever it is. Um, just like there's. If you had any more deaths, they probably they probably have a thing where it's like you can have six people die in a movie, and any more than that, <laughs> and we have to stop you or some some dumb shit. Uh, whatever. Um, okay, so uh, Logan wants a motorcycle. Some guy. There's a weird thing where some dude left his motorcycle. Don't worry, there. it's not gonna matter. Well, that doesn't matter. I mean, the fact that there is a motorcycle is important. If it had been a ten speed, it would have made sense because then we'd be like, okay, it's only it's only combustion engines that are doing yeah. this. Yeah, and if the guy got on his fucking ten speed and was like, I'm gonna go get a chopper. Yeah, and she's like, I'm not gonna leave you. And he like sits her in one of those like baby seats on the back, and they're like, okay, let's go. <laughs> and they both put on like spandex shorts and, and those really dumb helmets. That'd be great. <laughs> it's already a better movie. But yeah, so the kid's got a bike, he's tuning it up, and he's keeping it nice for yeah. what's-his-nuts who's doing 5 to 10 for some drug shit. We never meet, never hear from him, yeah. never does anything, but that's where the motorcycle came from. Like, why? Did we need a, did we need a backstory for this motorcycle? We didn't. Of all the things to address in this movie that they bring up, you can. it would be fine to just say, 
There's a motorcycle out back. Why isn't it just we're the gonna o- do this? Why isn't it just the old man that works there's motorcycle? He doesn't ride it anymore because he's too old. He's still got it. He's restoring it. He's gonna surprise him for his birthday, and the motorcycle is gonna look so nice. Yeah, whatever. It's any. Nobody of that- needed to know about a criminal <laughs> going to jail. <laughs> yes. And the fact that the dad wouldn't let the kid have a motorcycle, like. Nope. I just made that so mm. much more believable. Yeah, it's not. It's so pointless. If he's in jail, aren't they going to, like, take his assets and shit to pay for jail stuff? Why are they just going to let this beautiful bike that... And then the dad says, like, it may be... Since he's in jail, it might be stolen. I've been meeting to call the sheriff about that. Like, what? So you're just harboring (laughs) stolen material for weeks now when you... (laughs) He's pretty lazy. I'd say. Anyway, um, okay, so the, uh, the Jaegers show up. They're they're the married couple. I think that they're uh, the basically the Yardley Smith couple from Maximum yeah. Overdrive. Um, she, but she she turns into the uh, the freak person though. Part with the she, when she attacks a truck, yelling murder. Oh, I think that's yeah, this movie's like, version of the uh, <laughs> We Made You, <laughs> uh, which uh, was much better in the original. Can I just tell you how much I missed that lady in yeah. watching Trucks? I was just like, where is she? Yep, she's a shining light. I even missed the the guy that was like stealing stuff out of the vending machine. Yeah, I missed him too. <laughs> this movie made me miss the. It's. It's because you've already seen this movie with interesting and fun characters, which and this movie does not deliver once. And not- I'm just going to say it. I think this is this is further proof that people who are afraid to look stupid when they write a movie, I see people do this all the time, where they're like, oh, it's going to look too cartoonish. You know, it's too dumb. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know what's, what's dumb is boring. Yeah. Like, cartoonish is memorable. Every character, I remember all of the characters from Maximum Overdrive. I remember everyone, including that truck driver who didn't do anything the whole time. (laughs) You know? They were (laughs) just neat. They were just, they were like big, broad caricatures, but you remembered them. Yep. You know, and these guys are just, everyone's basically the same, except Mm -hmm. I guess the truckers are kind of (laughs) bad. And also... It was one thing when their motivation for the for the truckers it's so unbelievable because they're like they're supposed to be oh my livelihood is out there and then you're like oh shit their rig is out there no their potato truck is out there <laughs> I'm like wait your livelihood is that $500 diesel truck that probably <laughs> needs to go directly into the fucking garbage come it, on it man it could be no <laughs> I don't know what his livelihood pulling rocks from a like my brother a dig my site? brother actually has a dump truck and it is his livelihood because he does a lot of like wood hauling and shit like that. So, yeah, it is possible. Is that for real? Yeah. It is possible. Wow. You know what? <laughs> it, there you go. It doesn't look possible if you don't think about it, but the other one did. <laughs> this one gives us only two tractor trailer trucks anyway. Yeah. Like that's what? Yeah. For a movie how'd, called Trucks, how'd you go from a how'd you go from a movie a remake of um, where we had hundreds of them? Yeah, yeah. So like here's it's, two, it's and one just, of them crashed already. It's just <laughs> insane. Yeah, it's like somebody saying, "I want to redo Independence Day as a one room play." <laughs> 
I'm like, guess what? That's a bad idea. <laughs> Do you remember how in the Independence Day they had that spaceship that was like the size of a city? Well, now how about just one alien beams down? We don't see him. We don't see the ship at all. He just beams down. <laughs> he comes down. He makes a phone call and starts being very threatening. <laughs> and all these five people in this one room and react the, to the phone call for two hours. And the alien isn't actually a little alien inside a big alien head. It's just it's just the little guy. <laughs> and it looks like a dude. It looks like a regular human dude. Bye-bye-bye. <sighs> okay, so... Service station gets a call from Hope on her big ass Zach Morris cell phone. I love that. Uh, love it. Yeah, I love it. That's part of the charm of this movie. Yeah, the cell phones. <laughs> I love the old tech. It's, yeah. it's nice to look at. Were they even, or were they, were those actually Zach Morris cell phones, or were those like uh, Korean War era? Oh, no, they, they, no, they're real cell phones. <laughs> okay, um, so Dad goes to get them in his car. Nearly gets creamed by a semi, but doesn't think much of it. Just says... He just is an idiot. He's like, what a dick. What an idiot. Yeah. He sees a truck coming and he's like... <laughs> Again, he's... <laughs> he TV is also movie. shackled by TV movie yep. language. So when you're almost murdered by a guy in a semi, you go, what a bonehead. But I still thought but I still thought it was a not the right word. He was just like, what is... He sees a truck coming at right at him playing chicken. He's like, what is this idiot doing? Psycho. Then he, then he swerves out of the way and he's like... What an idiot. Yeah, this is like, no. dude, what, you would be calling him a psycho or a maniac. Yeah, or, exactly. Or a drunk driver or anything. <laughs> what an idiot. Yeah. He almost just killed me. My. That, that, that fool. <laughs> Falderall. Um, <laughs> so, dad calls back to the service station on his Zach Morris cell phone, and he gets no answer. Everything's all crackly do. The phones are down. Even the magic cell phones are down. Yeah. Uh, the couple from before that we thought hated each other go back to their room to do it and just barely avoid getting hit by a semi, but that's like a comedy beat where it's like, they just didn't know, but they're too preoccupied <laughs> with wanting a, to do it. Those ninja semis. Yeah, exactly. Um, I thought it looked great, though. Yeah, That scene that was se- amazing. Yeah. Yeah. No, credit where credit is due. It's practical, and they had to just do their scene and act like yep. they didn't hear a giant semi just yep. coming right up behind yeah, them. Yeah, that was cool. Yep. Um. So, this... Can you explain this? So, when they're actually doing it, when we have our scene of them in bed, did you hear her saying, Lunar. 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 And he was saying, what, Provincetown or something? Like... <laughs> <laughs> okay, this movie is just trying to drive us insane. It's like student bodies. T- town oh. names make me hot. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. So Ooh, Ontario. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so it is. It is just nonsense. Perfect. Um, it's nonsense that that even that any of that was even taking place. Like, and also, again, it's a TV movie. Why would you do a sex scene where you can't right. do any show anything? Just so that and they could be saying lunar, lunar while they're doing lunar it. Lunar while they. <laughs> Don't know. Why don't they just go in that thing, shut the door, and end scene? I don't know why they had to keep cutting back to that. I don't know. Um, Cut back to that pinball table killing people. <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. There's some lights outside. I think this ambulance came to life. <laughs> yeah. While we're talking about this killer <laughs> truck movie, there does seem to be a bunch of fire engines outside. <laughs> um, okay. I'm so, closest to the window. I'm going to get cream. Yeah. It's going to be you first. Mm-hmm. Um fine with that yeah probably about time for both of us uh okay so hope finds the corpse of the junkyard owner in his phil old, phil and uh 
they all panic and I guess at some point when we didn't see it, they all met up with Ray. We didn't see that scene, but they're all <laughs> Ray and everybody's together. Now they're all a team. They head back to the filling station. Oh yeah, that was the other thing. They 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 lost their van when the ice truck took it out. Mm-hmm. But they were at Phil's junkyard. But then they just waited like hours to go look yeah, for Phil. No like <laughs> yeah, yeah. That that was much. You're later. just now finding him. Yeah. You're just now being like, oh hey, can we chill with you while we wait for what's his nuts to show up yeah yeah nope and why is your truck in the middle of the road by the way like maybe they wanted maybe they should go tell phil that his truck was. they don't care they they're only thinking about themselves here in lunar <laughs> um bunch of lunar ticks oh shit um <laughs> uh, so the refrigerated truck is stocking around outside the diner uh that's the that's the boss truck i guess yep. is the the refrigerated truck um the random trucker goes out there. The I don't know which one. It's the the dark haired guy. Pete he almost yeah. Dave. Who cares? Who cares? <laughs> he almost gets run over, and then he he comes back in, um, and then <laughs> I love this. Uh, there's a recurring one liner in this movie that's almost there, uh, like that Star Wars quote. The I got a bad feeling about this. Mm-hmm. If they'd used it like two more times, it would have been perfect. But twice they have people saying, "What's that all about?" <laughs> and I was like, "Man, come on, bring that back! If that's if yeah. you're going to use that twice, use it like five times." Yep. Um, but uh, turns out that a truck has sacrificed itself to take out the power grid. Yeah. Which again, these trucks have no sense of self-preservation. I guess it seems like they do. It does. Again, they were mourning that one truck, yeah. so it seems like they have some. Yeah. Um, but uh, the one that hits the power grid was carrying toxic chemicals. <laughs> so they had to shut down the airport, which I guess is an important plot point. doesn't feel all that important. It's because those chemicals are going to go everywhere, and then shit's really going to start getting crazy. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> it's... This is... The chemicals didn't have anything... Of I guess all that's the things why the... in the world yeah. to not have an impact on this film, I guess how that's... could you not mention this? I guess that's what shut down the roads or made the... It's what shut down the airport. That's all we know from the from the news report. Then it says later on that all roads to yeah, Lunar are cut off too. or something like that. Yeah, That's true, too. Oh, so are we to assume... Because they're constantly watching the news that there's nothing else, that Lunar is the only place where this is going down. I don't know. They also have that super convenient TV that just like exactly it statics up from time to time and just is <laughs> right on a news report that's crucial to them and then statics off again. That's pretty sweet. <laughs> I love that there's no static over it. Yeah, like okay. you know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just static, static, static. Ooh, perfect picture. <laughs> Here's some uh, here's some worthless exposition and shh, static all static again. Yeah. Um, so station wagon with all of our people in it is being pursued by a crazy truck. Yep. Hits him a couple times, smashes out the window. Blah blah blah. Um, trucks hate cars. Yep. Then by the time we get back, we find out that the boss at the service sta- station doesn't like guns. So we know that this is not going to be like maximum overdrive at this point. Sorry. <laughs> you know, all that fun stuff with blowing up cars yeah. with automatic weapons. All that awesome shit with the uh, the, the gun car in maximum overdrive. Oh How God. neat was that? How fun was that? 
God, this movie, all it does is remind me of how fun Maximum Overdrive yeah. was. All I wanted to do for every moment of this movie was go watch Maximum Overdrive. <laughs> um, okay, our hazmat guys show up, and uh, and they're informed of how toxic this chemical is. Uh, and the it's one BC nine two six. Oh sh- Oh shit. shit. That's that. That's got to be some kind of Area Fifty One shit. Yeah. Um, Sounds like a place that should be in New Mexico. <laughs> it does. Uh, so, the one that's that isn't driving goes out back to check on their equipment. Dun dun dun. Mm. Um, so now uh, we cut to a mailman. Just this just was just doing his mailman yeah. thing. This was just shoved in here to make one fun scene in a in a movie. This mailman gets killed by a remote controlled Tonka truck. It's been forever since I read this story, but I feel like this was in the story. Really? Yeah, I maybe I'm, no I'm crazy, way. but You're I feel crazy. like it was. <laughs> and for some reason I'm remembering this. I gotta find out. Probably because it's like the only, <laughs> the only good thing in this movie. I'm gonna attribute it to the story. But we get this guy, this over exaggerated. It turns into the Naked Gun, exactly out of nowhere. There's and this guy, this, this toy truck, moves some toy ramp trucks in front of the door at a toy store, <laughs> right. drives himself off the ramp truck, shatters through the glass, and then bumps into a postman's leg, twice, and he thinks like kids are playing a trick on him. So he's like, "You stop it, kids!" Like. Here's an idea. Just like kick it, put the truck on its side. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> just no. Instead, he allows it to knock him over. Of <laughs> like, there's a like a newspaper kiosk thing. Something. Yeah. He, he falls, falls over. over. <laughs> then the truck ends up repeatedly slamming into his face and bumping his head off the sidewalk when d- he's got fully functioning arms. <laughs> like he's not Does passed he? out. Like he <laughs> clearly he up, doesn't. <laughs> how much force can a little toy? truck hey listen we're this is a this is a puppet master kill this is one of those things yeah. where you're like come on man yeah this doesn't make any sense but it's i i, I honestly you feel really like, like you have to help them to like, <laughs> like you have to assist the puppet master toys <laughs> to get them to kill you it's very similar to the evil tonka truck but in its defense real gory like for a made-for-TV movie, shockingly gory and super fun scene. Yeah, I mean, it does just—it does just—it it comes out of nowhere. Yep. It shocks you with its stupidness, stupidness, but like, but like you said, like it's not boring. It You're is, like, wow, yes, why yeah, isn't this boring? Yes, it's cartoony and stupid, but fuck, it's entertaining. Yes. All of a sudden, this movie just came to life for this three-minute scene of a mailman, and it's again, it points out the fact that this this movie should have been built around comedic moments like this. Mm-hmm. It should have been basically a thin plot to string together the events that we see based around what happens when a toilet comes to life. Yeah. Based around what happens when a pinball machine comes to life. Based around every single thing that you can have. Mm-hmm. Somebody has something and it's mechanical and it's like wow, this crazy scene where they have to fight this off. And, it and could, it's it, wacky and it's silly. That's it. That's the whole point of the movie. And it could set it up even like um, how Final Destination movies did where yep. they just keep showing like a little thing like, oh, yep. that's the thing that's going to do it, right? Oh, that's the thing. I, oh, nope. It did something crazy cool. <laughs> a million different ways to do this that would have been way more fun than what they did. So that's the dump truck kill. Definitely the 
the highlight of the movie, in my opinion. Yes, absolutely. Closely followed by the hazmat suit, which is coming soon. And then they just gave up. They're like, okay, we made two really wackadoo creative kills. Yep, then they gave up. Then they gave up. Yep. Um, so... Where is it? Oh, okay. Um, so they're back at the service station, and the hippie starts talking about his theory, which is basically the correct theory. <laughs> he starts talking nonsense, and everyone's like, oh, you're crazy. And it's like, oh, wait, nope, that's absolutely what's going on. Uh, he says there's no intelligence behind it, which obviously it's is an, it's bullshit. A, it's an accidental intelligence. Um, Brother. Brother. <laughs> what if this is just the beginning? Inanimate objects able to think? They could make us their slaves. I love that. This yeah. guy gives up on everything instantly. It's like, my toaster can think? I'm yeah. going to have to work for him. <laughs> Dude, no, you don't. He doesn't even want bread anymore. <laughs> uh, our hazmat guys stop, and we find out that this is actually a chemical weapon. Oh, no. It doesn't matter. No, it doesn't. No. Uh, either way, passenger goes to check on the gear, uh, gets into his suit, also, did you notice that this was the Tit Corporation? I did notice it was Jesus a Tit Corporation. I could not make out what it stood for. No, no idea, but that's <laughs> why. But they have Tit on their hazmat suit. And their call sign is Andromeda. Get it? Andromeda strain. <laughs> yep, Michael Crichton book, blah, blah, blah. Uh, hazmat suit comes to life and murders them both. Boink. Yeah, the hazmat suit inflates with air. It's hooked up to an inflation machine in the truck. And it comes to life and axe murders the two people. So then you're like, oh my gosh, we've got living hazmat suits? Is that hazmat suit going to drive the truck away? No. <laughs> is that is that hazmat suit just going to like deflate when it's done? No. We just Doesn't don't do care. We just That's the last we're going to see of hazmat suit, man. Fuck, how cool would it be if we had a, a, a couple of murderous balloon suit creatures wrecking havoc and on And it's this. so easy to do. Yeah. If they were just inflated suits... Yeah. That were, like, actually out and around. Oh, my God. And they made it so the, the mask on it was completely tinted. You couldn't even see the actor, so anybody could do it. Damn it. That would have been great. Yeah. But nope. Oh, so now this truck, uh, you know, with the dead hazmat guy, this truck probably has all these weird chemicals and shit in it that's also going to come into play, right? No. Nope. We're never going to see this truck again. It's not even going to pull up to the gas station. It's just gone. It's just gone. Where did it go? All the roads are shut down. <laughs> I don't know. It just freaking vanishes. Yep. So, so much potential. So much. <laughs> um, okay, so now that stupid guy. Um, <laughs> You're going to have to be sorry. way more specific. <laughs> uh, the the It's the husband of the... The, the newlywed, the couple. car salesman. Yeah, the car salesman. Okay, and he's car like, repairman. And car repairman. He's like, he's like, trucks are coming to life. I should probably fix should... this truck. <laughs> As, if I can make <laughs> this one run, it could kill me. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, that'd be great. We'd really love to see you get killed by that. And he's like, all right, okay. I'll do it. What? Hey, mom, watch this. <laughs> I'm fixed up. <laughs> Whoa, this was very preventable. <laughs> and he does, yes, indeed, <laughs> get killed. And it looks so much like he's fucking that car. <laughs> it looks 
for all the world like he's having sex with that car. It's just, you're a bunch of car fuckers. And it's like pushing him against the door. If you put like sexy music behind that. Okay, here's, a, here's an assignment. Somebody find that footage and put sexy love making music underneath him being crushed by the car against the wall. I can do that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he unclogs the carburetor on the pickup truck and the pickup truck kills him. <laughs> It's fucking brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's too bad because if, if you go by the inner logic of this movie, it should have thanked him. Yeah. You know, like... It, Trucks are very ungrateful. So that's what we're learning. Motorcycles are, are very grateful. <sighs> yeah, of course. So um, <laughs> the wife gets crazy and she attacks the car with an axe. <laughs> Murderer! Murderer! <laughs> well, while whipping an axe against the truck who just... Gives up at this point. It doesn't care anymore, yeah. I guess. It just Lo- takes its whoopings. Okay. Okay. Uh, Logan drags the corpse of the guy back into the barn, but he's clearly it's clearly too late. The uh, I love that he shuts the door, too. That's already been shattered by the truck. He's like, oh, shit. Full of holes. Like, Full of no, holes. He's like, yeah, no this will protect me. <laughs> yep. Um, yes. Uh, so, uh, what's her name? Abby. The whiny divorcee <laughs> child. Uh, she loses her shit. She's like, I want to make a run for it and go back to the main place. And she punches Logan in the face. He calms her down and she stays for a little while. Oh, yeah. We failed to mention that uh, the newlyweds and Logan and Abby got Word. separated to a, to a cabin across the way from yes. the in main a, place. A barn, basically. Yeah, they're in a barn. Yep. And they're communicating with a, a dry erase board through the windows. Yes. Because trucks can't read. That's what we're learning. They're <laughs> smart, but they can't read. Uh, so all the trucks are honking and flicking their wipers, and now we're listening to some nonsense from the tour guide lady. Uh, she's like, I was an RN before this. I know that you're taking pills. She's like, I'm not taking many pills anymore. She's like, it's a lot of pills. You should take those pills. <laughs> I was an RN. I have a sad backstory, too. You know, I know that your wife died. You know what? My husband was abusive. Hey, guess what? Cars are coming <laughs> to life and killing people. Shut the fuck Stick up. with the big picture here. <laughs> Nobody cares. No. No. I don't care how bad your abusive relationship was. It's nothing compared to alien <laughs> intelligences taking over every truck on Earth and killing us. <sighs> and this movie does this a lot at this point. Yeah. It, it really, really bogs down in the middle. It thinks all that the we want to know stuff about these characters. All the way till the end. Yeah, we, we don't. don't. <laughs> we don't want to know anything about them. Um, but now... Our dumbass Abby has been calmed down for about three seconds when she's like, fuck it, I'm making a run for it. i got to get a cigarette. Um, and she runs into the out and she's like, oh, shit, there's murderous trucks out here. I didn't think about that. So she dives into a culvert. Well, no, that was the, that was the plan all along. She just jumped the damn gun. Like the, the guy was like the drainage pipe. You guys can come oh, back to really? our place by crawling through that. But after nightfall, when the trucks can't see you and... And Abby's just like, oh, I'm dumb. Yeah, she is. She was definitely written by somebody who hated a divorced, da- like the daughter of a divorced couple. Yeah, he was. The screenwriter was going through something. Um, <laughs> so 
also, uh, Logan decides to follow her. He's like, well, if, if like, one person's, gonna one person's get going to get killed, I'll get killed too. So I thought this was really, I thought this was really cool though. This was way too smart for these trucks. Yeah. So they're in this drainage pipe and one truck backs up. So it's exhaust pipe is just filling the drainage pipe with smoke. And the dump truck pulls up to the other side of the pipe <laughs> and just starts dumping rocks to block the exit. Like, yeah, that was cool. Good job. <laughs> Again, credit where credit's due. Cool. Cool little scene. Right. I, again, I don't. But guess know. what? Who cares? That exhaust filling the pipe isn't brought up once. No, nobody it coughs. Even... Nobody does anything. Like it you doesn't... built a suspense scene and then just didn't care about it. They basically, as soon as that exhaust started going in there, they started a ticking clock, which they then hit with a sledgehammer and then <laughs> pushed into the trash. And then looked somewhere else. They didn't even give that <laughs> clock a chance to come to life. They just started looking at their phone. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they built this really cool suspense piece, but then just gave it, like you said, yeah. they started a clock, but then just gave themselves all the time in the world. Yeah. Nobody, nobody they gave cares. them enough time, and they gave themselves enough time to just forget about the clock. And then the... It turns out at the end, I don't know if it was just because they ran out of fog juice or whatever, but like by the time they make a run for it, it's not even smoky in there anymore. Like the thing, the exhaust no. is kind of going on the on a running truck from the 80s or 90s. I don't know, man. I don't buy that. But man, what a cool, yeah, what a cool set piece to just not do anything with. Yep. Then the dad's like, I got an idea. Come out. <laughs> It's like, wait, what? That's you're clever. That's your fucking plan. <laughs> and so they come out, <laughs> and they live because, like, basically, if if things had been operating the way that they thought at this point, they would have been killed. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing that they hadn't figured out yet is that they're basically being held hostage. That the whole point was that they were doing that to prove a point. Because they knew that they were important to the guy that provides the gasoline mm-hmm. or diesel or whatever okay. they run on. Yep. So essentially, they're. I, I don't know why they're killing people, but they are now understanding that he provides the fuel that they need to operate, and they are bargaining with him. They're like, here, we let your kids go, we let them live, now give us gas. <laughs> Well, can you take Abby? <laughs> but you could, you could at least run her. You can at least take the girl, right? <laughs> Eventually you will. Um, and then, okay, so, yeah. Dad, at this point, like, the dad was, like, shooting at them. He found that gun from the, from the Korean War veteran, and he's shooting at them, and they refuse to kill him. They, like, run right up to him and stop. Yep. Because they know that he need they need him. I thought that was cool too. It was cool. It was good. Um, and now the the scumbag truckers are plotting something pointlessly evil. They want to get into their sentient trucks because they think that if they can get inside them, then they can drive them off or whatever. It's just dumb. It's very dumb. Um, it's a funny poetic justice kind of ending to them though. But kind like, of yeah. So one guy just like starts. <laughs> he starts a fight to get out. Yeah. <laughs> I love when he he. I love when he puts puts Thad's head through the pinball table and it does that little sparks. sparks. Yep. <laughs> I you. guarantee if you if you shove my face into one of the tables here, it wouldn't spark. No, it would not. Uh, I, I mean, we're not going to try it. No, but if you... <laughs> and more than that, it would not... You would not shatter the glass no matter how hard you... Yeah. Like, it would take... 
you can only shatter that glass from the side. Yeah, just set it down wrong lightly. Exactly. If you just lightly set it down on the side, it will explode. But going directly into it, I have shot a pinball into it at a jillion miles an hour mm-hmm. that makes a sound like a shotgun hit it. Yeah. And it survived. So it's very, it's very durable. Um, but then the redneck runs outside and he's like, oh, crap, this truck's trying to kill me. <laughs> it's like, what did you think? I, I mean, you've been watching this for hours upon hours. It's almost like he's an idiot. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, oh, crap, I'm going back in. <laughs> yep, there you go. Oh, he run- no, he runs into another cabin or a part he, of the bar. Okay, across so the-, the, the guy that looks kind of like William Cat. Mm-hmm. So there's two of them. The, the William Cat-looking one, he goes outside. He's, like, having a standoff with the dad for no reason. Like, he's like, I'm outside. What are you going to do about yeah. it? And it's like, nothing. I don't care. Like, does the father care if you die? Yeah, good question. Because he was like, go back inside. Like, why? I mean, I don't, you can do whatever you want. I think he's just like the good guy trying to protect he's people. Like, and, and don't he be knew, stupid. He knows... I don't want you to die. Exactly. And, oh, yeah? Well, I do want to die. <laughs> Watch me go. Yeah, that certainly isn't anything that I've seen in the world in the last few years. It doesn't that doesn't ring any bells uh, to our current world. Nope. <laughs> this is an unrealistic portrait of a redneck idiot. Uh, okay, so yeah, okay, so he ran into that thing, and he finds he finds the building that's full of beer and kerosene. Yeah, it sounds like a great place to go. <laughs> I was thinking that realistically, it should have just been him passed out on the ground, but turns out he has a really high alcohol tolerance because he kills about two six-packs. Yeah, there's like you 12 see, beers. There. There's like, like littered across the table. And he's like, wait a minute, there's also kerosene here. Honestly, I thought he was going to drink it. But <laughs> then he decided not to drink it and he's like, ooh, Molotov cocktails. And he makes Molotov cocktails and he's like, I'm going to go save the day by chucking fire beer bottles at trucks. The ground. At the ground in front of a truck. Uh, meanwhile, while he goes out to do that, one of the other rednecks also forgets that, um, you know, there's killer trucks, and he's just like, that's my truck! <laughs> uh, yep. I wish they gave us a reason for him to, like, do it. Like, they didn't. Like, the no. other the other guy wasn't drunk. Like, the other redneck with the, the fire bottles was, you know yeah. what I mean? But the other guy was he just... He has a head injury. Yeah. But the other guy was just like... Hey, that's my sentient truck out there. <laughs> I'm gonna go get it now. Yeah. Not not hours ago. Now. No, now. Now's the time to right go do now. this. And he goes out and grabs his truck and tries to get control of it. He gets inside, but he can't control yeah. it or anything. The other redneck doesn't see that he gets into it. I did like this part. I did too. And chucks a Molotov at the truck. He's like, hey, what are you doing? And it's the first time he hits something with one of those Molotov yeah. cocktails. Sets the hood of the truck on fire, and then the truck just runs him over, drives into the barn, and blows up. Yeah. Like, the two the two idiots took themselves out. It was, yeah. It was it was pretty good. It was it was worth it just just for them to die. Yeah, idiots took themselves out. I know, and, you know, you just don't see that. You just no, don't see that you in just the don't, real world. You don't see that in the real world. <laughs> Certainly not seeing that at all. Um, okay, so... Oh, also, this is that scene with Abby and the hippie when they're out on the porch, and Abby's like, hey, you got a cigarette? Again, with the cigarette. And he's he has two lines that make no sense. It's like the only thing that they're like, oh, we need a hippie in this. And it's like, how are we going to tell people that he's a hippie? He's going to say... I'm a hippie, 
every 25 minutes mm-hmm. in this movie. So he says, yeah, a hippie that doesn't smoke anymore. What are you going to do? That doesn't make any sense. Hippies don't necessarily smoke. Yeah. And she's like, you got a joint? And he's like, how do you spell that? That doesn't make sense. Nothing you're saying makes sense. No. These are not phrases. These are not English words put together in a way gonna, that makes sense. If you're going to say stuff like that, make it funny or make it... Right. You, that's that's a place for a punchline. Yeah. Boo. How do you spell that? How do you spell that? I mean, it's phrased like a joke, but yeah. it's was not... It- was there a line cut? Was there it's, supposed to be something else and then just like chop the scene together? It like, definitely seems like one of those things. I can't remember what you call them. Uh, like in a script where you're just like, like it's a replacement line where you just, you, it's a holder. Like a punching? Yeah, it's just like a, yeah, it's like a placeholder. Okay. You're just like, uh, I'll get to this later. Yep. You know, and you put something there and you're like, oh, fuck. We never did fixed I, that. Did I not go back to page 86? <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Do you have a joint? I like elephants. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, hey, I got a joint ready. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Why would he say that? Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. So, <laughs> all right. Uh, Mrs. Yeager goes for a walk, and she's too traumatized to care when she's killed. Well, she's like sleepwalking because she took those super strong pills. Yeah. Like, then she's just like traumatized from her husband's death on the sleeping pill and just doing like an ambient walk. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, it's an ambient walk. Yeah, and then she just gets mowed over. Like, I. That's by a truck. Listen, there's a lot of. <laughs> well, we assume we don't see it. Although the split second when she does look like she's going off the cliff, it looks neat, hilarious. Yeah, um, she looks like a rag doll, just kind of going. Ah. I I feel like they didn't uh, cut because it was too graphic. I think they cut because it looked too dumb. Uh, yeah. I, I, well, I well, I bet I bet they it looked sh- like a process shot that went wrong. It didn't really. I think they. I think it was set up with her walking, and then the truck was just like you know right over here. Right, exactly. It's and like, then like the director was like, "Okay, now fall." And, and right. like, so if yeah. you just watched it all, she would just fall to the side of a truck. Yeah. Could be. Yeah. It I was mean, a very cheap way to do an effect. It was, and everybody reacts. We get reaction shots from everyone yep. there. <gasps> it was what we saw was so horrible. Mm. Um, but uh, okay, so they decide that these trucks are up to something this time, and this is a bad. This is bad news. So they all get around a map, and they're like, "It's time to get lost. We're gonna, we're gonna actually, <laughs> we're gonna go to the gravel pit." And I'm like, "How are you gonna know which one's the gravel pit? Every you're fucking in thing a gravel pit. All, everything's a gravel <laughs> pit in this movie." Um, but and there's also this stupid fucking scene. This guy had axes to grind all over this script. Um, there's this scene where the hippie's there, and he's like, "Yeah, graveyard of my youth was in Chicago. Mary Daly, uh, you were there too. Yeah, after the Korean War." I, I was a, a cop. cop. Whoa! Wow. Cops and hippies together now. What are we doing? Oh. <laughs> the hippie doesn't understand because this cop gave us something for his something. Blah, 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 blah. Who gives a fuck? Um, and, uh, yeah. So, so, let's see. Where are we now? Oh, uh, it's nighttime. The trucks run over the generator and they take out their, their water pump. That was cool, too. Yep. Where it's like the trucks are like, oh, we killed your generator. Oh, we killed your water. Yeah. But again, like I said, that power guy could have been the reason they lost electricity. Exactly. It would have made more sense. Um, Logan grabs the motorcycle. 
Uh, and we don't know why. We don't know why they think that the motorcycle is not going to be taken over by an evil demon, but whatever. Um, <laughs> it's not a truck. It's because it's not a truck. Or a hazmat suit. Or, I mean, I guess or they, a toy have, truck. they haven't seen the hazmat suit or the toy truck. So maybe from their experience, only trucks are only doing Only trucks this. are doing this. And maybe the, in their mind, only these specific trucks are doing this. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I mean, it's not a... It's, it's not, not a, like Maximum where there was a convoy right, waiting. Right, exactly. Like... Where there were, you know, a movie that gave us actual trucks, like lots of of trucks trucks and an airplane and a hairdryer that killed somebody (laughs) and a Coke machine, that carving knife. (laughs) God, Maximum Overdrive's an awesome movie. Steamroller. (laughs) Oh, my God. And an ATM that calls somebody an asshole. (laughs) I'm going home and I'm watching Maximum Overdrive tonight. That movie is so good. Yep. Um, okay, so and we've done that before, folks. If we you're have. new to the show, uh, if this if this show was too boring for you, go back, and go watch. dig it in the archives, and pull out some maximum overdrive. What a fun thing! Uh, okay, so now the phone's ringing outside, uh, and every who is it? <laughs> it's the fucking trucks. Uh, I mean, or is it? We never find out. I mean, I'm it, genuinely curious who's calling this phone and why and I why mean, that phone works. It definitely like, turns out that they were luring them in there uh, mm-hmm. because they they do run them o- run her over or try to run her over, but then the hippie saves her, <laughs> sacrificing his life. I mean, the, they don't give her motivation to do that. They're all just like, no, it's a trick. It's a trick. They're gonna kill you. I'll she's try. Like, she's like, I'm gonna do it. It's not like she never says. She never even says a word like. Maybe I can sneak there, or maybe I can do this to right. get it. She's just like, nope. Doop, 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 doop. She just sneaks out the back and runs for it. And the other part is that, like, so, I mean, listen, this hippie, how the fuck did he get there before? Thank you. <laughs> like, so she's You tell me this big dude was able to. Teleported? He teleported. Like, and, and the other part of it is he doesn't. The only way this scene makes sense is if she's in there, he's run out to save her. And the camera sees his back. He grabs her and throws her out to the side. Mm -hmm. What we see is him turn around inside the fucking booth, push her out, which doesn't get her clear of the truck. (laughs) And then he dies, but she lives somehow. And it doesn't make fucking sense. None of it makes sense. You know what? You know what, man? You know what they should have done when you just said teleport? You gave me a good idea. Remember how she she criticizes his turquoise in the yes. in the beginning she was like turquoise should be bad or something like that what if he was just like holy shit Abby and he pulled up his turquoise amulet and he just started rubbing it and he went Broom, and then he just <laughs> he magicked out there and not Chuck then he was like don't ever make fun of turquoise again <laughs> <laughs> that would have been funny and fun stupid <laughs> but not boring you know what <laughs> this movie is such a lost cause if at this point, if the movie ended with the hippie running out into the middle of the field, rubbing his turquoise amulet and lifting one of the trucks in the air and crushing it, I would have gone, there, 
you know what? Awesome. Save the movie. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. It's fine. He has, turns out he was a fucking turquoise-based superhero. Fuck. I'm, you know what? I don't care. Just hook it up, man. <laughs> Give me that Turk. I don't fucking care. It's better than everything else in this movie so and far. And then like an army of freaking Tonka trucks pulls up and you just like, he's kicking all of them left and right. <laughs> Run while, all the, while he's busy with all the Tonka trucks. Because, holy shit, what if there was a toy truck just like Maximum Overdrive and the, the oh, tailgates man. opened up and all the toy trucks came out? How dope would that have been? <laughs> I was thinking that what they should have done was have that toy truck, a toy, it should have been a package that said Maximum Overdrive toy. Ooh. And it was the Green Goblin the Green truck. Goblin <gasps> truck. And that's what killed them, was a little toy maximum Love overdrive. Love it. Oh, that would have been way cooler. <laughs> oh, well. Anyway, okay, so how do we end this dumb thing? Well, they're going to they're gonna make the run for it. Um, eventually, they're going to take the bike. They're going, right. to, they're going to run up the mountain to go get to a helicopter landing site. Yep. And what's his nuts? Thud is going to take uh, yes. Thag Throg. <laughs> Thag Thack is going to take his the dirt bike, and he is going to drive to Thack Love Dirt Bike. <laughs> He's going to drive to Area Fifty One, I guess. <laughs> helicopter. I mean, he used to deliver shit there seven years ago, so he's probably still tight with all the oh, MPs. Yeah. It's, oh, um. <laughs> oh, it's Area 51. You know that they'll just let you in there if you're like, hey, man, I used to deliver, like, frozen turkey strips. Um, I got some buddies at Ray's Truck Stop that could really use a chopper. Mind if I just borrow this from <laughs> I think I might have left my sunglasses in there. Can I just go in there? <laughs> but that's the plan. And Abby's just like, he's like, I'm going by myself doing this. And Abby's like, no, I'm not leaving you again. He's like, okay, (laughs) hop on. I will say that with all the information that they have, she's probably safer with him. Just given the information they have, not in reality, Mm -hmm. but I think that given the information that they have, she's safer with him. I mean, I also hate this movie. Well, Nobody... especially if they're going to drive. His plan was to drive this uh, trail system. Yes. On a motorcycle, which yeah. obviously a truck couldn't right. probably fit. Exactly. Yeah. And and the other thing is that once they get clear, they're in the middle of brush and they're on a hill. There's no way those trucks can climb it. So yep. they're basically safe for a good chunk of time, and would be much safer if they had thought to bring water or food. <laughs> but they don't have water or food. I mean, because they didn't. Because they came from a restaurant. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so they like, don't like the boy was made to make a blt why wasn't he like whipping up blt sandwiches for everybody for this like truck they're doing you know and again another script payoff no clue yeah wouldn't it? it's not that cool of a payoff like but, ooh, he, he we, we've learned he's good at making blts now he can make a bunch like who cares but it's but, still a thing that but they they'd have food you yeah. know whatever okay so this movie sucks because there was no only one blt made <laughs> i know also, I think I'm going to go home and make a BLT and yeah. watch and Maximum, watch Maximum Overdrive. Overdrive. And I'm going to rub it in and make two <laughs> BLTs and watch Maximum Overdrive and be like, this is four times better than your movie. Mm. Uh, okay. So, uh, old man goes crazy. He's like, I'm sacrificing myself for everybody because I've got a bad heart or whatever. Um, and the- this is this is where he shoots the, the eye out of the truck and it crashes. Yeah. 
And because it's crashed, the whole, I guess this was part of the plan, was that they wanted to crash it because there's a shotgun yeah. on the, uh, like on a gun rack in the, yep. in that truck. And so they do get that. He now has a shotgun and somehow he blows up a truck. Yeah, I forgot. He kills a big boy at the end. He gets it, he gets it to crash into the building. Right. Somehow. I don't really remember. But, so, yeah, essentially it runs into the building to kill somebody, but he's got the shotgun, so he shoots a, you know, something explosive. Yeah. It blows up, and it's dead forever, or is it? Or is it? So, yeah, that's our, that's our big boy ice yeah. truck from the beginning, with the, with the, I guess, the corpse in the back, but we never see again. Right. And then we get that Gomer kill that makes no sense. That's just like some rando There's on a power. There's a guy fixing a power line. Like, where'd he come from at this point in time? What? Yeah. The... <laughs> at like an hour and 27 minutes into the movie. Like, they're <laughs> wrapping it right up. I looked at the time when it happened. I was just like, what? Why? Like, we're, we're, we're a literal five minutes from the end of the movie. Yeah. And it's like, let's just have a random guy get killed. Nope. No, thanks. Um, but okay, and it's a dumb, boring kill too. It's just like his bucket truck. He's fixing a power line, and the bucket truck wiggles a bunch, and then he's just like, "Oh, I got electrocuted." Yep, and that's it. You want an electrocution scene? Watch freaking Home Alone two movie. <laughs> that's how you do it. That's how you. We do it. We didn't even see his skeleton. No. Um. Okay, so we get another boring soliloquy about how we're not really in charge of the world. This could be the start of a world covered in rust. Whatever the fuck that means. Oh my god, stop it. Ugh. Do something. Now a chopper is coming, and luckily choppers aren't machines, so they're saved. Um, <laughs> and we get we get a great scene. Honestly, the ending of this rules. Uh, the, the burned out truck looks terrifying. That thing yeah. is amazing. <laughs> so the burned out truck comes after them. That it thing- somehow drove up a mountain. <laughs> <laughs> hey man I'm gonna let it slide cause it looks awesome it looks awesome so that thing comes after them and the chopper's coming down which also explains why they didn't see that there's no no driver even though we see that there is a driver when we're looking at it <laughs> shh quiet you uh, yeah exactly but uh, but it's great they the, couldn't fake that one it's funny <laughs> for all of the bad editing in this movie or yeah I'm gonna say bad editing the editing of this last scene is so aces it's so good mm-hmm. i mean it, it obviously cooperation between the people shooting and the editing but it's like you for i mean you believe that that truck is about to hit that chopper yeah like and that, i wanted it to i mean that would have been much more exciting than <laughs> seeing it miss but it was still cool it was stupid that it <clears throat> went off the road and went into a little puddle but yep you know what Here's 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 my awesome ending that I okay. that I love to watch in my head meet. Um, what if that truck? Everything's going the same, right? Mm-hmm. Chopper lands. All of a sudden, that truck's kitten to there, and it, the truck does its little jump, and it misses the helicopter like normal. But then, inflatable hazmat suit guy jumps <laughs> off and starts attacking. He grabs onto the rail and he starts attacking them, mm-hmm. and they take something sharp and pop, and then he goes. <laughs> <laughs> amazing i'm totally into that yeah that's our fight that's our final scare is 100 percent into that imagine imagine like or there's two of them like i mean it would have been because there was two hazmat suits. like honestly if the end scene was the hazmat truck 
Yeah. So it could still be attached, so you could still have the tube going to it or yep. whatever. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah. I'd be totally into that. But, like, man, like you said, it looks great when the truck jumps at the helicopter, but then it just goes, kapunk. It, like, why couldn't it have been a cliff right there? Yeah. So it jumps, misses a chopper, then flies down a giant cliff. You no know? clue. No clue why. They just pushed out so big. They're just like, they're just, like that's your grand finale? Yeah. You jumped a semi-truck two feet in the air? Yeah. <laughs> the, I mean... And landed in a kiddie pool? Of all, there should have been another explosive something there. I mean, if, if it's going to be your ending, yeah. but whatever. Um, so that happens. They get up in the air. Abby's freaking out. She's totally catatonic. She's like... And Thud's missing. She's nonverbal. And Dad goes up to be like, thanks, Thud. I can't, I can't wait for us to get back home. You're going to get a medal for this, Thag. And he's like, Thag's thag, gone. Thag, no here. <laughs> and he's like, go, oh, crap. And there's a voice on the radio saying, what is it? Hang on, folks. Hang on, Just folks. hang on. Just hang on. It's the same clip that was used by the sheriff on the TV way earlier when they were watching a news broadcast that said, hang on, folks. Just hang on. Okay, so so it's learned how to talk using human voices. Is that... I, I guess. I, I <laughs> There's a very ambiguous ending where it's just like, is the helicopter a good guy? Like, because at first I thought, oh, oh, there's no pilot. The helicopter's uh, just like, fooled you that it's going to crash. But then I was like, wait, why would the helicopter save them from the truck crashing into it? Unless the helicopter also has self-preservation, like right, exactly. I, it, uh, and, and in which case, then don't leave it open. Make make the helicopter do like a tip in air, and it'll <laughs> fall out, and then and then freeze frame on that, not just the chopper flying away. That's that would have been cool. Dropping <laughs> That'd be funny as hell. Um, yeah, I, it, one of the things that I feel. I mean, one of the billion things that are dropped in this movie is I believe that they even were thinking at the time that there was a progression and I feel like there should be a progression in this movie of they're literally gaining more intelligence all the time Mm -hmm. and that the terror that they're feeling in this situation is that it starts off and they're just dumb brutes and then now they're learning how to use sound bites of human speech to communicate with them now they're now they're able to control helicopters and then things are getting more and more complex mm-hmm. you know and then getting to the point where like you'd basically like it's if there's never be a world of rust well here's if they'd never been a transformers movie it would have been a terrifying moment when they basically like pull together humanoid forms out of things that are around the house ah. So this you know is just I mean? a Transformers origin story. It feels, it basically feels like a Transformers origin <laughs> story. Um, but yeah, but like it would be scary if they're like trying to build themselves out of appliances, you know, or whatever, like that kind of concept. Yep. Um, although they did that on a uh, Wellington Paranormal episode, so, <laughs> so that's less scary. Um which is amazing, by the way. Watch Wellington Paranormal. Wellington Paranormal. It's a uh, it's a spinoff of What We Do in the Shadows. Okay. It's the it's the cop team from What We Do in the Shadows. Awesome like show. Beef Wellington. Very much like Beef Wellington, the I've famous called, explorer. I've called myself Beef Okayington before. <laughs> <laughs> On that, I'm just gonna stop right now. I'm just gonna hit stop. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> oh come on, that's no more stupid than the movie we just talked no, it's about. True, but imagine imagine somebody listening to this episode and that joke just stops the episode and there's like no exit music there's like nothing else we're just like we're done we're done <laughs> that was it like as though we both just exploded because of that <laughs> that was the thing that just ended us uh, hashtag dad jokes no kids <laughs> yeah there you go um yeah so, so that's yeah, the movie that's trucks i totally i will never watch this piece of shit again no no i won't <laughs> i will go to youtube uh maybe again and, and search trucks movie dump truck uh, and that'll give you the dump truck scene. Yep. And that's totally, that's totally three minutes worth watching. It's funny. <laughs> but man, I can't, I can't think of a movie that just delivers less. Like, there's just nothing really that redeeming. Like, there's no redeeming characters. There's nobody that's interesting to watch. True. Uh, listen, I think that as a, I think this was a time when you could make a TV movie that was kind of boring, and people would just go, eh, it's a movie, it's on, who gives a shit. Um, but I think that you can do that when you didn't have a vastly better movie that is the exact same yeah. plot with a vastly higher budget and much more exciting things going on. What were you thinking? If you had taken this in any kind of different direction, like it's just, you didn't, you just made the same movie only bad. Only way, way worse. <laughs> like just, <laughs> it's... It's like uh, it's like those kids that made the uh, the Indiana Jones movie, but without the charm. Yep, <laughs> like yeah. it's the same kind of thing. It's like if that had been the one that you played in theaters, people probably would have been disappointed. <laughs> yeah, everybody's just not fun to watch. They're not enjoyable yeah. people. And and again, like I said about and the they're other all assholes too. Is yeah, the other and problem. All, and they're just not. Um, they don't seem like they want to be there. Like we talked about <laughs> yeah, earlier, yeah, like, yeah. nobody seems enthused to be here. Nobody's giving it any effort. Everybody just talks low key. I like mean, honestly, all uh, the time. The kid, the kid, uh, Logan. Yeah, yeah, that dude. When when the girl punched him, and he's just like, "Don't do that again." <laughs> I mean, there's that. But I felt like he was the only one who was bringing it. Mm-hmm. Like I, I felt like he was. He seemed to care that he was there. Abby's character, she seemed to care that she was there, but she sucked. Mm-hmm. That was the problem was that the character was awful. And so you didn't care what she said. And so it, it, like the actress was giving it her all and was a was really good at what she was <laughs> doing. But what they did was write her a basically I hate women and I'm a total douchebag who writes scripts, you know, and so I want you to do this. And she's like, OK, I'll do this because I'm a young actress and I need my fucking credits. But mm-hmm. shit. <laughs> at You're least clearly have, a misogynistic turd. At least have her smoking a cigarette in the helicopter when they find at her. At least, at least give her a cigarette. Come yeah. on, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's the least you can do. Yeah. Uh, fuck you, trucks. So that is trucks. Yeah. Anyway, that's trucks. Thank you for listening, um, guys. Rate and review us, please. Guys, girls. It only takes else. a second, and it's free. It is free. We really appreciate it. Uh, and uh, yeah. Tell your friends. Tell them all. And we got merch. We got tons of cool merch. You Buy can go some to, merch. You can go to coastcitycomics.com and oh, get yeah. uh, your Fumbox Monster Podcast t-shirt. Yeah, you can. And you can get a Video Vagrants t-shirt. It's true. Oh, what's that? Oh, it's a really cool group on Facebook. You should check it out. Lots I of have. fun stuff. 
<laughs> there is lots of fun stuff. And Coast City Comics has all sorts of comics and things, and you can subscribe, and we do all sorts of mail order, so you can do your weekly books through us. You can get Jar Jar Binks toys here. You can. I think I even have some Jar Jar Binks toys I'm looking at on one. the internet, right, as we speak. You could probably purchase it off our website. I just listed uh, all of, like, two different big old series from the 80s on our website, because I'm just that that dedicated to getting things out there. If you want Warlock and the Infinity Watch 1 through 42, guess what? We've got it up there right now. That's that's a good read. It actually is a really good read. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking loved Warlock and the Infinity Watch. Um, anyway, that's the stuff. Thank Julian you. Sons fucks. <laughs> In everything. Uh, so, yes, uh, follow us at Coast City Comics. Follow us at Funbox Monster Podcast. I am Matt Awkward, VHS Fiend, and check out the Video Vagrants Facebook group. Those are the things. That's it. And we love you all, and we will see you next time. Peace.